Want to get practical mindset shifting tips that will unlock your career opportunities? If that's a hell yes, then you'll want to get your hands on our free three-day e-lessons where we'll land in your inbox with practical tips designed to get you out of your own way, build your confidence in your unique skills and have the career opportunities rolling in. So if you catch yourself saying things like, I don't know what I want, there's nothing out there for me, or what if it doesn't work out? Then type in the following into your browser, www.mariaduka.com. That's www.marijaduka.com. That's M-A-R-I-J-A-D-U-K-A.com. Click on the banner at the top of the site, pop in your deets and get ready to get the mindset shakeup you know you need. Welcome to the Career Confidence Podcast, the podcast for millennial corporate women wanting more from their career than climbing the corporate ladder. I'm your host, Maria Duca, a career coach helping you navigate your career with clarity and confidence. In this podcast, we don't shy away from having real conversations about topics that matter to us driven AF go-getters. From manifesting your dream career, negotiating the salary you deserve, creating your personal brand, knowing when it's time to pivot. We cover these topics and so much more. You ready? Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello. I hope you're doing well and welcome to another episode of the Career Confidence Podcast. I'm so excited for you to join me in today's conversation all about taking back your career power. Now, you might be in a season of your life where you're thinking about making a career change, but perhaps you're feeling stuck because maybe you're not seeing any exciting opportunities out there for you. In today's episode, we're going to shift that mindset of, oh, there's nothing out there for me mindset to being in an energetic magnetic space to attract job opportunities beyond your wildest dreams. Sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? Now, any time is a perfect time to make a change in your career, but right now in particular is a hot market for candidates because the power sits with us in terms of asking for what we want. And this is no secret because there has been a big shift in the employment market since the pandemic, because that period of slowdown and of lockdown and being, you know, in our own spaces and not really being too busy with all the things that we're usually busy with has allowed us time to reflect on what we truly want out of our lives. And lots of people have realized that their current role is no longer aligning with them and they want to bring more purpose and meaning to their work and life. And on the flip side, employers are struggling to keep good talent because there's competition out there. There are other organizations that are providing better benefits, better career opportunities, more flexibility. So now, because there is competition, employees are not feeling like they have to stay where they are if they're not getting what they want. So no matter what your current situation is, I want to provide you with lots of value today in this episode so that you can walk away feeling empowered, knowing that there are opportunities out there for you and for you to feel confident within yourself that you can start taking action towards getting a role that feels right for you. 
And at the end of this episode, I'll share with you some exciting news on how I can support you in a career pivot if that is something that you are wanting right now. So let's jump into all the tips around taking back your career power. So firstly, define what you actually want in your next role so that you can search for this role with clarity. Have you had those moments where you're like, I have no clue what I want to do. There's nothing out there for me, or perhaps there's too many options and I just feel confused. I mean, we've all been there, right? This is quite common and this happens because we haven't taken the time to identify what we actually want. Think about it for a second. When was the last time that you reflected on your career and assessed what it is that you actually want your dream job to look like? And I know it's so easy to look at someone else's career on social media and say, oh, wouldn't it be nice if X, Y and Z or you know, I wish that I was doing that or I can't possibly do that because I'm not as talented or blah, 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 all the excuses, right? And guess what? All of this is part of the human experience because we all are very enticed by other people's journeys and we have that shiny object syndrome thinking that other people have it better and more exciting than us. But when you go deeper to think about it and you ask yourself, is this truly what I want, what they have? And when you do ask yourself this question, and when I talk about what you actually want, what I mean is not the nice to have or wouldn't it be cool for blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about the core foundations that you want to see in your career that form part of your non-negotiables. So going back to that example of when you're looking at someone else's career online, which always looks much shinier than what it actually is because we're all presenting the highlight reel of our lives and careers and you truly assess and reflect on, oh, is that actually what I want to do, what they're doing? And generally the answer would be no, because if you get real with yourself and you ask yourself what it is that you actually want, the actually want part is usually a reflection and always actually is a reflection of your needs, desires and values, not the other person's. So how do we do this practically in terms of defining what we actually want? We're all about practicality here because we want to be able to implement these steps straight away. So we start with the bigger vision first and then we go granular. So firstly, I want you to imagine the woman that you want to be. How does she show up in her career daily? And when you're thinking about the type of woman you want to be, reflect on the type of environment you want to work in. What type of colleagues you're working with? Are you remote? Are you working in an office? What is the culture like? Do you work full-time or part-time? What type of work do you do? What are your values? And how does that company that you work for embody these values? And then we further refine what you want. So you start with this bigger vision initially. And then we ask some prompting questions. So it's really good to do these exercises in a journal or if you open up a Word document and you type away. So some of these prompting questions that will really help you refine what you actually want even further are as follows. What are parts of your career right now that you're loving and what would you like to take with you in your next career journey? So what's working for you? What are the parts you dislike and you don't want to take with you to the next career path? So what are those 
parts of your career where you're thinking, you know what, I really am so done with this. I don't want this in my next job at all. So really have a think about that. And now let's talk about your non-negotiables. These are the things that are important to you that you will not compromise on. This could be particular values that you hold, for example, environment sustainability, and you want to work for a company that upholds this value. Or potentially it could be working part-time so that you have more time for family or time to pursue other passion projects. Now, I want to use a personal example of one of the non-negotiables I set when I was going from private practice from working in a law firm to then working in-house for a company. One of these non-negotiables that I set for myself when I quit my first job as a lawyer and then I had that time to reflect on what I actually wanted and that was that I wanted to work four days a week because I wanted to pursue my career coaching business and I knew that by Having that space and that extra day, I would be able to work in a job that I love and as well as build a business that I was really passionate about without burning myself out. And so I still allowed myself to apply for full-time positions because the positions that were going that were of interest to me were full-time positions. But what I did in the interview process, I would ask them openly and explain to them, I would love to work four days a week because I have a career coaching business that I'm really passionate about. And I was wondering if you're open to, if I was successful in this role of working four days a week, is that something you're open to? And you simply ask the question. And the companies that said, no, we really need someone working full time, I thank them for the time, but for me, that was a non-negotiable. And so I did not continue to pursue those roles. But in the role that I ended up getting, they were open to it. They said, oh, actually, yes, why not? Like that would work well within the team. So my point in giving you this real life example from my own personal experience of setting non-negotiables is that when you set your non-negotiables, don't be afraid to then enforce them. Don't waver on your non-negotiables because it's not convenient for other people or that job might not be particularly open to that or offering that. If it's something that's really important to you and it's a non-negotiable, then you will continue to seek an opportunity that meets that non-negotiable. So don't be afraid to ask questions in interviews or even before interviews around your non-negotiables to assess and see whether that role is right for you. And so defining the bigger picture of what we actually want helps us to steer us in the direction of the career that we want with more clarity. Rather than just looking on LinkedIn or Seek for jobs without yet setting the foundation of what you want, will pretty much just leave you feeling overwhelmed and anxious and then that will make you feel stuck and like there's nothing out there for you. However, asking yourself these questions that we just spoke about, the prompting questions, it's a great way to check in with yourself and be honest with yourself when you're answering these questions. I know and I understand that life is busy, but when you take the time to truly reflect on what you want and define what you want your career to look like and also to set your non-negotiables, you will be in a much better space to attract amazing job opportunities from 
that place of clarity and intention than from a space of being confused and frazzled and from wavering from your non-negotiables. You see the difference? Okay, let's move on to the next tip. So the second tip around taking back your career power is to understand your own unique gifts and strengths so that you can connect the dots between your experience and skills and your dream job. In my work with my clients, the most difficult question for them to answer is what their own strengths and value adds are. When I talk about value adds, it's the value that you bring to the table. And this is because one, we hardly ever reflect on our strengths because we're too busy at work to even reflect. And two, we tend to shy away from admitting what we're good at. But this stops today. It's kind of like when we receive a compliment from someone and we just dismiss that compliment rather than just saying thank you. We always dismiss it and you know put it to the side because a lot of us find it really difficult to accept a compliment or as you know in in the theme of what we're talking about to acknowledge what we're good at our skill set so i really want you to own your strengths and your own unique gifts because this is how you add value to your job this will help form your selling points when you are going for that next job opportunity. So start off with getting clear on your strengths and speaking about them with confidence. And trust me when I say that this will help you so much when you are transitioning to a role that you really love. Also, if you're making a pivot into a different career, by identifying your unique gifts and strengths, you can then connect the dots to how your skill set and unique gifts are transferable to your next career. So how do we identify and own our unique gifts and strengths? It's hard to answer this question when you're asked on the spot. I get it. But to help you, here are some prompts that you can use when you're identifying your unique gifts and strengths. Here we go. I feel most energized when... What comes naturally to me is people always compliment me on when I'm doing X, I feel like I'm showing up fully in my power. So by answering these prompting questions is a great way to start thinking about and get the juices flowing in your mind around what you're good at, what your strengths are. Another great way to do this is by reflecting on your past wins in your career that you're really proud of and that feel good for you. A lot of people think if you don't meet all the criteria in a job advertisement, then you shouldn't apply. But I want you to draw from your past experience and apply them to your next job opportunity. Don't sell yourself short thinking that you don't have experience. Think about what value you can provide. What experience you already have that you can transfer those skills into that next role. There's always ways to connect the dots. Another great way to think about and identify your unique gifts and strengths is to reflect on what type of work gives you a sense of purpose. For example, do you love providing a service to clients and helping them? Do you love creating content? Do you love speaking, writing, whatever it may be? It's really important to identify the type of work that gives you a sense of purpose because when you feel purposeful in the work you do, then you will naturally show up with more energy, excitement, and with your full potential. 
So why is it important to identify your skills and unique gifts? I know that this is an activity that none of us like to do, but it's really important because you know what? It makes you feel more confident in yourself and it makes it easier for you to identify how you can apply what you're great at to your next role. Now let's jump into the next tip. And this is all about embodying your leadership mindset so that you can get unstuck and see the opportunities around you. So what is your leadership mindset? Your leadership mindset is the one that sees beyond your current situation. It sees opportunities that are possible for you. It doesn't play the victim and it knows her worth. This is what makes you magnetic to new and exciting opportunities. So the opposite of a leadership mindset is having that victim mentality, that mentality of there's no opportunities out there for me. I'm not good enough. I can't apply for this role because I don't have experience. That's the victim mentality that doesn't see the opportunities that are possible for you. So we want to embody our leadership mindset, especially when we are wanting to pivot into a new career path. So how do you do this? Firstly, acknowledge what self-limiting stories you've been telling yourself. For example, have you been saying something like, I can't get this job because I'm not good enough, smart enough, outgoing enough, etc., etc.? And it's important to acknowledge your self-limiting stories so that you can bring them to the forefront and realize that these are just that, they're stories. They're not actually real and they're not factual, but they are stories that are on repeat in your mind that form excuses to then not take action. And then you acknowledge what decisions you're shying away from making in your career. Have you been stopping yourself from stepping up in your current role because you've gotten too comfortable? Have you not applied for a specific role because you feel you're not good enough or qualified enough for that role? Have you not asked for a pay rise even though you continue to work your ass off? Have a think about what decisions you're currently shying away from and that are making you feel stuck. And then you anchor into your leadership mindset. So we're talking about taking back your career power, right? So what does it look like when you're in control of your career and you're making intentional and powerful decisions for yourself? What type of decisions are you making when you show up as the leader of your life? What do you see or feel when you think about this woman? What's one thing you can do today if you were to anchor into your leadership mindset? And I don't want to create any illusion that this mindset shift is going to be a quick one. Any mindset work takes time and daily practice. We're human and there's going to be days where you feel like you're not in control of your career, where you're doubting yourself and your capabilities. When you're feeling this way, Ask yourself, how can I show up as a leader for myself right now? And then continue to ask yourself this question. When you ask yourself this question, it's about you taking back your power and moving forward with clarity and intention. Okay, so let's recap on what we've discussed so far. We've spoken about defining what you actually want, owning your unique gifts and strengths, and anchoring into your leadership mindset. Now let's connect the dots of what we just spoke about so that you can see how all of this will work in practice for you. So how do we weave all of this when you're assessing your next career move? So let's start off with the first part about defining what you actually want. 
By defining what you actually want, you're making an intentional decision around what you want your career to look like. When you're in the process of looking for that next job opportunity, you will be able to go back to that intention about what you want and make a clear decision whether that opportunity is right for you or not. This will help you get out of that frantic energy of thinking that you have to apply for everything. When you get out of that energy, you start to apply for jobs that feel aligned for you. And that energy can also be felt in your application because it's intentional. You are stating to the universe or whatever high power you believe in about what you want so that it can be delivered to you. So clear intention equals clear and specific action, which means no more frantic or frazzled energy. And by identifying your strengths and unique gifts, you are getting clear about what you're good at, which will help you build the confidence in owning these gifts. When you're clearly identifying your strengths, this will help you both in your search for the next opportunity by being able to connect what you're good at with the job requirements and the experience you bring. And you will also be clear on how you can apply that to the new opportunity. And this will also help you in an interview to clearly articulate how you will bring value to the role that you're applying for. By doing this, you'll open yourself up to opportunities because rather than automatically thinking, oh no, I don't have experience for that, or there's no way I could add value, you might not meet all the criteria for the job, but at least you'll be able to articulate how your skills and the experience you bring will add value to the particular role. And lastly, by anchoring into your leadership mindset, you can make clearer decisions rather than being in a cycle of overwhelm. And when we're overwhelmed, we can't make good decisions because we're not thinking from an empowered place. You open your mind to opportunities you may not have thought of before. And it allows yourself to think outside the box and think about how you can grow and what you can do to create more opportunities for yourself. How can you add value here? How can I show up in a more empowered way rather than shying away from opportunities? So I want to now share with you some exciting news on how we can work together if you're wanting to pivot your career. Now, right now, there are more people than ever that are really wanting a career change. And the great news is, is that the ball is now in our court in terms of power because organizations are needing us in the workplace. If you've been contemplating a career change, whether that be a complete 360 or making changes within your current role, I would love to invite you to a free 30 minute career assessment call where we'll look at what's currently working for you in your career, consider what's not working for you, Assess whether there's opportunity to create more from your current role or pivot into something that feels more aligned for you. By the end of our 30 minutes together, you'll have clarity on the next steps you want to take in your career that feel best for you. And if you haven't been happy in your current job, then let's do something about it. If this sounds exciting to you, I've popped in the link in the show notes to book in your 30 minute career assessment call with me. I'd absolutely love to support you. Now jump over on socials and send me a DM regarding what has been your key takeaway from today's episode. Chat to you soon. Thanks for tuning into the career confidence podcast. 
like what you learned today, why not share this episode with your work bestie and leave us a five-star review on wherever you listen to your podcast on. We'd absolutely love to get into more ears and help more women just like you build fulfilling and thriving careers. Until next time.